Welcome everyone. I am here with Stacy Cashmore. She is speaker, author, and tech explorer DevOps. She has been in the industry since the mid-90s, working for different companies and industry. Welcome, Stacy. How are you doing? Hi there. Thanks for having me. I'm not doing too bad. A little bit warm at the moment, but it's uh you can always complain about the weather. Too hot or too cold, can't you? Of course. All right. So uh, your title is very interesting. It is uh, Tech Explorer DevOps. Can you tell us a little bit about what that means? So it, it, It's a job title that I love because it says everything and nothing about what I do. But basically, I have many different hats. So I sit with developers and I work with developers on the code, producing functionality. I also help the teams in helping them look for better ways to work and better ways to do things and to improve themselves. And also for the company, changing from a custom software company to a product platform company and all the things that we, needed, we need to do in order to make that happen. And on top of all of that, I also get to play with new technology to see what's coming along that can make our life better. And of course, I get to go to conferences and I get to speak about all of this awesome stuff too. Well, that sounds interesting. What is your favorite part about your job then? Is it exploring, like really playing with new tech or what is it? It's, it's drawn between the exploring and playing with new tech and the going out and speaking to people. I absolutely adore being up on stage and getting to talk about all of the cool stuff that I've done. And when you're exploring and you're playing with new technology, it actually can give you ideas for new talks. Cool, then what, what would you say is like the most exciting new technology for you at the moment where you'll be like, oh, everyone has to see this. Everyone has to, has to get into this or explore it. Without a shadow of a doubt, that's got to be Azure Static Web Apps, which is where I've invested a lot of time over the last couple of years. Uh, I've just finished writing a book about getting started with Azure Static Web Apps. It is something that can grow with you as you need more and more functionality and a built-in CI CD flow that you get out of the box when you start playing with it. And it, it just makes it really easy to get things out there. Uh, something else I noticed uh, when I researched you for this interview and also I seen the background, you have many different Lego sets. As you can see, I also have the Batmobile. What do you enjoy most about building Legos? I, I think it's got two different facets for me personally. One is I just find it really relaxing to build. It's, I am not a Lego master builder. I love complex models, but I need the instructions. I, I can't sit down with a pile of Lego and build something awesome like the Lego masters on TV. Uh, but I do love the really big complex models. I've got up here the uh, UCS Millennium Falcon with seven and a half thousand pieces. And I'm not going to pick it up because I'll throw my back out. But behind me <laughs> on the floor, I have the Titanic, which is uh, 9,090 pieces. So, But it, it, it's just so relaxing to put it together. And it's almost like meditation when you just get into the zone building things. And at the end of it, you've got something physical. And I think that's something with software development. You can make some cool yeah. stuff, which is online to do. But this is actually tangible. You can hold it in your hands. Up until the start of this year, I also had a stream where I built Lego on stream. Oh, what are some other geek hobbies that, uh, geek-like hobbies that you have that you enjoy? I know that number one would have to be Doctor Who. I, I am an absolute humongous Doctor Who fan. It doesn't matter if it's classic Who. It doesn't matter <laughs> if it's new Who. 
Well, I must admit to you, I have never seen even one episode of Doctor Who. You need to watch Doctor Who. It's awesome. I, I'd never say anybody has to watch anything, but you need to watch Doctor Who. <laughs> All right. Let's come back a little bit to, um, to your career in tech. Can you tell us a little bit about your journey in tech, when and how it started and what it led to some milestones and what where you're at now? Uh, well, it, it started back in the mid-1990s. Uh, that was when I went to college and university. I studied information technology to get into the industry. Um, it was an interesting journey to actually get into the industry because England at the time was, I assume it possibly still is, a little bit of a classist society, and I didn't really have the background for the job that I wanted to do. I was told by more than a few teachers that I was aiming too high and I shouldn't be doing this. Um, but I, well, I just got annoyed, to be honest. I was like, no, I'm going to do this. It's, uh, it seems to be something that I can make money at. It seems to be something that I really enjoy, and I'm not half bad at it. So I went to college, I went to university, and I got my first job uh, writing uh, contract jobbing software. So that helps small manufacturing companies producing you know, between 500 and 10,000 widgets in a factory or so. Uh, the bill of materials, that kind of thing. And it just got my, uh, my foot into the door. It got, taught me a few things uh, about how certain parts of the industry work. Uh, and then I moved to the Netherlands, started working in .NET, uh, in .NET 6, in VB6. .NET oh. 6 back in 2000 would have been a little bit impressive. Uh, but no, working in VB6 to produce customer care and billing software, helping customers uh, set up their cable correctly, that kind of thing, um, which was my first foray into three-tier architecture. Then it kind of stagnated a little bit. I started to do a few different things here and there, and I got a little bit disillusioned with what I was doing until about 2006 when I joined a really awesome idealistic company uh, in the Netherlands and starting to put together financial advice website so that people can go and organize their own finances, uh, save some money, figure out how to make things more transparent, uh, and really just try and improve the lives of the population. Uh, and that really brought me back into, uh, into the fold in service-oriented architecture, learning new things, and preparing me for my current job where, yeah, I say, I'm helping the company change, I'm helping developers improve, and I'm having fun learning new stuff at the same time. That's quite a journey you have there, Stacey. What can you tell us about some of, uh, some of the obstacles or bigger challenges you encountered in your journey? I, I, I think the two big challenges that I've had in the career, the first one was, like I say, when at school, I was really told it's, you, you shouldn't be aiming for this. It's uh, stick to where you came from. Don't aim too high. You're just going to disappoint yourself for whatever reason if they're getting discouraged. I would say if you're enjoying it, just stick at it, keep at it, look online these days, which is something I didn't have back in the 1990s, see what uh, resources there are to help you move forward. Keep at it. You're going to hit brick walls and it's going to be really annoying and frustrating. But when you break through them, it feels really awesome. And the second issue that I had is, like I said, I got a little bit disillusioned in the middle of the noughties. Uh, just because I kind of got stuck in a trend of doing the same things and not really moving forward. And for that, the best thing that I can say, again, these days, look online, see what there is that you want to learn and you want to try and practice with. 
uh, and there are lots of people looking for software developers right now. So use that to your advantage to help you work on the technology that you want to be working with. Yeah. And, and I think the other thing I would say to people in that situation is don't get too caught up on the uh, university versus the bootcamp route in order to get into the industry. It's one of them is going to work better for you than the other. And it's going to be different for different people. These days, I look at my colleagues and some of the best developers I know haven't been through university. Some of them have, but it's certainly not a bad thing. Some companies really want that degree for whatever reason they decide to uh, make public. But people who have been through boot camps, there is absolutely nothing wrong with them. You, you get amazing developers via that route as well. All right. So let's talk a little bit. We met at the uh, We Are Developers World Congress 2022. And uh, I just wanted to, to like ask a little bit, how was your experience there? For example, let's start with, with the venue. What did you think of the venue? Wow. It's <laughs> uh, getting off the train from the hotel to go to the venue and walking around the corner and... I knew there was going to be lots of people coming, but when you first see that building, you think, wowzer, and you've got all of the flags outside. You've got several floors of humongous rooms, and we're filling all of it. It was, uh, it was really a spectacular sight. You had the main stage, which was like a, a, a music concert venue yeah. more than a conference yeah. stage. <laughs> and then you had the, uh, the rooms, one of the ones that I was in, um, downstairs along the side, and each one of those could have been a keynote room at no yeah. end of conferences that I went to. It was just mind-blowing, the scale of the place. It was uh, absolutely fantastic. So tell me, Stacey, have you met anyone interesting in the conference? What are like the connections that, that most impacted you during the Congress? I, th there was a few people that I met. I mean, I traveled to the conference from the Scottish Summit with uh, Denny de Klerk. Uh, so that was a really nice travel companion to have. And even when our plane got canceled, and really thank you to We Are Developers for sorting out the hotel when we had to travel it all of a sudden a completely different day because the planes were canceled. So it was really nice to travel with Denny. But then actually at the conference, uh, I met Lou Kramers. For the first time, who I've been following on Twitter for an age, she's studying and working at the moment and is an amazing person to talk to. What she is doing as a student is just outstanding. And then I spent most of the day that I was there with uh, Anurada um, Kumari, if I've pronounced the name right. And if I've not, I'm really sorry. Um, um, we just had some really nice chats about um, accessibility, about websites. And we toured the venue together in the afternoon, going around the different stands and speaking to all the different sponsors. And it, it was really nice to connect with somebody and have that conversation for the afternoon. That's very nice. I also met uh, both uh, Lou and uh, Anurada. Um, I agree, they are fantastic personalities. Um, so our time is running up. Before we end, uh, can you just maybe give like one final uh, golden nugget piece of advice for anyone that wants to get into uh into tech i think the one golden nugget piece of advice that i've had is yeah i've been in this career now since the mid 90s i google every day don't stress you can't know everything 
the, the best and worst thing about tech is how fast it changes. Google stuff, don't worry about it. It'll save you a lot of hassle. All right. Thanks for that, Stacy. Also, thanks a lot for your time. And uh, I suppose I will see you around, Stacy. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.